0: You're listening to Smart to Death
1: Radio. The wait for live pro wrestling is over, and the fight for our first responders has just begun. Saturday, July 11th, Synergy Pro Wrestling and Wrestling News World team up to bring you a massive benefit live pro wrestling event for the first responders live on fight tv the greatest rivalry in independent wrestling continues as alex zane meets blake christian in a 30-minute iron man main event match two qualifying matches for the prestigious garden state invitational tournament will go down as former wwn champion jd drake meets the unpredictable tony deppin and the Ace of Space LSG collides with the clout cutter Jordan Oliver. Synergy champion Frightmare and the former Amasis Deshaun Pratt meet in a very unconventional fashion. It's a Frightmare on Pratt Street. Plus, Brandon Kirk, MV Young, Matt McIntosh, and the rest of your Synergy favorites. It all happens to benefit our first responders. Live streaming on Fight TV July 11th At 7 p.m. Eastern. For more information, log on to synergywrestling.com or visit Wrestling News World. Hey, everybody, it's the interview queen, Alicia Toot, here, and you are currently listening to and obviously enjoying Queen's Court.
0: everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Queen's Court with your girl, the Queen of N.E. It's going to be a short one, but a good one, because I have the goodest of brothers, since we're, you know, going to be covering some New Japan cup honey, night one. And I have the goodest of brothers, the one, the only, the better half of the hashtag Queen of Pup Connection. Of course, it's JPQ. What's up, buddy?
2: Good sister queen. Happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna be hanging out talking a little new japan finally
0: finally dude this is the freaking best the best we've waited a long time i you know it was so funny when they came out with their little press release a press conference to announce you know we're returning and everything and uh man you didn't realize it was 110 days but it was 110 days without some new japan and that's kind of strange in our world
2: It is amazing how long 110 Days feels when other wrestling promotions are out um, trying to figure out a way to get the damn thing done. And New Japan just sat and we said, you know what, we don't need to, uh, we're good, you know, we have enough, we can do pay cuts on the executive side, we can take care of the employees that we have. Um, it's a different business model i'm not saying it's a better one i'm just saying it's the path that they chose and for it to be uh nine and a, or three and a half months that they were gone and then finally to return um very exciting um very exciting with what the how they came back new japan cup um
0: oh.
2: and we're getting you know we hit, we're hitting the ground running here
0: we really are hitting the ground running. And, you know, while we watch other things like hashtag watch stardom and a couple mm-hmm. other fun things over there and Japanese pro wrestling, there's nothing quite like New Japan. I just felt weird not seeing them, but so happy, too, that, the, you know, they made the choices that they made. And, you know, they're all healthy. Thank goodness. And they continue to be so. Their cleaning crew is no joke. I felt like we That's were watching right. Monsters, Inc. When they come in and like the guy has this or the monster has a sock on his back. They announced the big, like, oh, my God, it's a code, whatever. And, you know, (laughs) they all come in and hazmat suits, uh, you know, making light of it. But it's true. It's a very serious situation. But I I did think about that for a good little chuckle. But New Japan Together was a lot of fun. It was, of course, their first show back. And it it was super cute. And everyone was so excited. And, of course, Hiromu set the gif world on fire with his insanely kooky, fun A little promo that he gave there and, of course, being in the ring. But what we're here to talk about today, JBQ, is round one of the special New Japan Cup in 2020. Because, of course, not the same as when they originally announced it Mm -hmm. way back when. Things are different. And for the first time ever, there are junior heavyweights in this competition. And I have to tell you, it's hitting me in the feels. I feel a real some type of way about it. And that way is excited seeing the names on this list and seeing the names in night one. Uh, not only are there junior heavyweights, but there are young lions, Jvq, young lions, man, talk about making uh, lemonade out of your lemons, right? Some of their mm-hmm. stars of course are stuck elsewhere and they're like, that's okay. We have other people we're going to utilize. And I think they're making the most of it. Did you like the inclusion of the junior heavyweights and young lions?
2: I think it's smart. I think it's smart on a lot of different. Um, I, th- I Well, I think for me, really, what it comes down to is it's it's the question we've always asked ourselves. You know, what uh, we know, kind of the conventional booking of New Japan uh, historically. You know, your heavyweights go over your junior heavyweights. Um, you know, your champions, if they get beat, they 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 that the person who contended against them gets a a, a championship shot and and mm. so much. And there's certain unwritten rules in wrestling in New Japan. And so to have 13 of the 32 um, participants be junior heavyweights, well, that allows us to blur some lines a little bit in a very blurry year. And yeah. um, we talked about this on Smart to Death when we did the bracket um, bracketology, the Blazer Bros. Um, this is a good opportunity for an open weight, a true open weight uh, system like we see in NXT um, in New Japan. For the remainder of the year. I'm not looking for this to be some type of cultural change in New Japan Pro Wrestling moving forward. But again, turning lemons into lemons. You don't know when you're getting Osprey back. You don't know when Jay White's coming back. You don't know when some of this American talent is coming back. And if you can uh, figure out a way to utilize your entire roster that is available to your advantage, well, hell, go out and do it. And I think this is a good move by them kind of breaking from tradition a little bit in an untraditional type of year. And uh, saying, like, we're going to give you some things that you've been clamoring for, especially with the likes of Hiromu Takahashi and some others uh, in there as well. So, yeah, big fan of this.
0: Big fan, too. And, uh, you know, Hiromu is one of my favorites in New Japan. No no offense to Okada, who I who I love very much, but <laughs> Hiromu's kind of my guy. I, there's something about him, man. And uh, su- super excited to see him in this tournament. And speaking of that, we had some crazy... <laughs> Weird but really fun matchups in night one. Uh, of course, we'll break down each one, but we'll start at the beginning, which is the best place to start. Which is of course, McVeigh versus Yoda. Of course, a a veteran versus a young lion situation. <laughs> in just under nine minutes, I have to tell you, I really like Yoda. I like yeah. him a lot. I like his look, his hair. I like the way he performs in the ring, and um, with Maccabay, I, I thought they put on a really dope opening match. I thought it was excellent, and and for not seeing Maccabay like all of the time, it was really nice to see him in this one on one situation with this young lion. And I actually think it's one of his better showings in mm-hmm. probably more recent times. Um, you know, he's a solid dude, but Yoda is. <laughs> massive (laughs) like just watching him in the ring he's so big and really fun to watch so he was kind of like the real standout for me i didn't really find anything i didn't like about it per se i I just think that it was a dope showing and then of course you know you obviously have um going over him not surprising but i Mm -hmm. thought it was an excellent showcase and a way to start off uh the new japan cup of 2020 what did you think
2: yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of uh, Suji and have been for a couple of years. I mean, he made his semi debut. I don't know what they call it, debut. Uh, I don't know what they call it back in like April of 2018. And he's been doing this for a while and he's not on an excursion yet. He's still very much in the uh, um, um, ja- uh, Japan dojo. So to see him kind of get this uh, this opportunity um, has been great because right now in the pipeline, we have some. Pretty incredible young Lions that when they do ultimately make their return back to New Japan in the main roster uh, should be major players. I mean, we know Shota Amino um, is over in the UK doing his thing. We have Ren Narita over in the United States doing what he's doing. We have Hikaleo, who just got back last year, uh, who started to make a little noise. Uh, Suji and Yumura are sitting there as well. Clark Connors, Coughlin, Kid, Fredericks over at the L.A. Dojo. Oh, Um, yeah. And, again, the person that nobody's talking about yet, who's over in Mexico just kind of biding his time, uh, Harai Kawato, like when Kawato comes in, like, is a complete game changer. You know, he, Oof. in my opinion, he's way more, I don't want to say he's got more potential, but he's way more polished, in my opinion, right now than, than Umino is, you know, and, mm-hmm. and they you know he comes in and he can just be a, a guy right off the bat. So again, so the young—I mean, you talk about the depth and the young lines alone, and what that means for New Japan as they kind of uh, replug in new players later a couple years from now—it's worlds their oyster. And 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 to, so then to translate that into the New Japan Cup to see Yota uh do what he did against Makabe, who again, who's got a 10-year resume. You know, oh yeah, he, uh, this dude is a former—you uh, know—never openweight champion. I believe he's an IWGP heavyweight champion. Um, which I can be wrong on, but I always associate Makabe with being a um, with being a champion, and I don't exactly know I, if that's true or I not. I think
0: he, I think he was once,
2: right? He I, I think believe, he was too. I don't know why. It, I know it I definitely know
0: me. that he was tag champ. I definitely know he was never. But I'm pretty sure he won the big one one time. Yeah, one. I think
2: he did. I want to say he did. I it's just This disrespectful. We're wrong,
0: They'll yell at
2: us. We're not. We're not. The more we talk we're about... you, Yeah, good
0: you're memory. you gaining
2: my confidence. I really should just keep putting this together. Because he won the G1 back in 09. Right. Um. I didn't cash in. But, you know, he... I think he won the title in, like, 2011 or something. Like it was, it was a few years back. I'm starting to blank on some of the... But, yeah, no. he's a He certainly is a heavyweight champion. He is a w, uh, IWGP heavyweight champion for sure. Anyway. So... But, but again, back in his career, right? We're in the twilight years. And... Mm-hmm. This cat went out there and put on a nine-minute exhibition with a young lion, allowed the young lion to get a little offense in. Uh, it was a good back and forth between the two, strong technical skills. And uh, at the end of it, you know, I was perfectly satisfied. It's everything I wanted. It got me invested in Makabe. It made yeah. me love Suji even more. Um, but for me, it's it's the way I want – it's the way I wanted New Japan to come back in a tournament setting. Um you know, fist flying and and we're off to the races. And that's what this was. And and I can't commend them enough for it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Plus that power slam McAbee hit, I think, was probably one of my favorite things that I've seen. Yeah, it's right. hard hitting. <laughs> You're exactly correct about how you feel you wanted this to begin. And, and they gave that to you. And to your point about the Young Lions, man, they roll deep, dude. They have a dope collection of kids. <laughs> and they're coming up. I'm really excited to see them being utilized in this tournament and what's going to be up for them in the future it's fun they're they're a lot of fun and I I really like talking about them um the next match of course (laughs) Mr. Yano good god uh versus Giano and of of course (laughs) this is a typical match that you would expect like Yano to be in (laughs) I guess it's the best way um it's terrible but it's great at the same time I feel like it went way too long It was actually longer than the first match which kind of annoyed me if it was a couple minutes shorter, I think I would have enjoyed it more personally. But, it, you know, it it's Giotto and it's Yano. What do you want? I don't know. Uh, they played to the non-existent crowd, which I thought was hilarious. And then when Yano came in and was, like, spraying Giotto and <laughs> spraying the ring like he didn't trust anybody, I thought that was funny. Um, you know, it it, it it was what it was, JPQ. I don't think that there was any, <laughs> there's really anything to break down in this one. Uh, But Yano moves forward, and, you know, Yano's going to do Yano things. Uh, I was looking forward to seeing him. Um, I will be looking forward more to seeing his next matchup, which we'll get to a little bit later. But that's sort of how I feel about this one.
2: Yeah, it's about the same. I mean, this one is always good. I'm going to sell this one to people um, as uh, Toriyano three-on-one and him (laughs) coming out the victor, right? Because that's ultimately really what it became uh, with Gato getting involved. And Ujiru getting involved, so um, for those yeah, two, a
0: club pack mentality, a yes. little bit,
2: yeah, a little bit. So, and for him to be able to pull out the schoolboy for the W uh, was exactly what I expected. Shenanigans afoot. Jado um, for you know again as much as he can do in the ring at this point. Yes. Um, I think they they booked him as strong as you possibly can sure. Uh, sure. in this instance. But, you know, again, I think I think for what it was, it was like, what, eight or nine minutes, um, yeah. probably a little bit longer than it needed to go. Uh, but ultimately, the right person won. And, yes. and you just have to just like this is just one of those ones where it's like I just chalk it up to COVID, you know, and I say, OK, yeah. like, Jato's in this for one reason, one reason only. And that's because they couldn't bring people in from overseas. And I just I just live with it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. It is no. what it is. Exactly, right. <laughs> I just like to see him walk out with his little kendo stick. I just I just want that to be the thing. <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> and maybe we'll get that now that this is over. But it is what it is, as we said. But the schoolboy, I think, was probably the best part. <laughs> of course. Oh, Yano. What else will he do? <laughs> we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, next, we had a, a match, you know, a little tag action do I call them like Team New Japan, Captain Ace? I kind of feel like it's the, they're the Avengers, you know? It's kind of like, go <laughs> New Japan! <laughs> Versus, of course, Suzuki-gun. Uh, in, in a tag match, of course, is set up for tomorrow. What, what's interesting and, and different, I think, about New Japan, and, and what they do, I think, better than others, is when they have these kind of tag matches, they really are so good at telling the stories with the people uh, that you're going to see next. So we know we have matchups between certain folks. Later, we know what's coming tomorrow. In some cases, right? So they, so they are really kind of pushing that narrative forward. They're excellent at that. They did it at New Japan together. They do it all the time. This is not news, to for those of us who, um, who watch New Japan. But you know, Suzuki Gun, Suzuki Gun. It's so great to see Murder Grandpa back, and Zack Sabre Jr. is looking just fan freaking fantastic. A little bit. Um, little bit good, huh? I mean, listen, Suzuki Gun is putting in the work right now especially with the match we're going to get to a little bit later and i just think they're looking great and i'm excited for what's to come um you know it was was typical of what you thought it was going to be a lot of technical uh from zach of course um tana with his amazing dragon screws probably my favorite i love that him and nabushi are like you know tag champs weird (laughs) but True, <laughs> <That's> so weird. <laughs> but I I can't say that I hate it too much, given the the lack of tag scene that Ninja Japan has. But right, um, I mean, it was a typical, you know, tag match, eight man, right? Eight, one, two, yeah, eight, and uh, it just set up mostly, I think, for the for the next.
2: Oh yeah, totally what it was. It was filler. It was a way to get some good names on there. Uh, I'm really interested, and again, we've spent a lot about this. We've talked about, you and I have talked a lot about this, the whole dynamic between Zack Sabre Jr. and Tanahashi mm-hmm. and Kotobushi and how every year for the last three years in some way, and then you can even throw Sonata in there because where he's not in the first quarter of that first, uh, that, that one quadrant, he is, he we will he will be a part of the second round oh, yes. um, or potentially third round or quarterfinals. So knowing all of that, uh, you know, for these three to kind of go out there and, you mix it up a little bit and remind everybody that it's a wild card that Kota can't seem to beat Zack Sabre Jr. in this tournament, and the Tanahashi has wins and losses against both of these competitors in his time mm-hmm. in the in the in the in the new in the five star in the um, hashtag Watch Stardom, um, <laughs> hashtag Watch Stardom, in the New Japan Cup. You know, it's one of those ones where you know, it, this is nuanced storytelling. Um, you know, and it's a reminder to say, hey, make sure that you check out tomorrow. Because we have a lot of potential bracket busters um, in the first round. So, yeah, I was I was happy with it. I thought it was good and mixed back and forth. I love Faction Wars, although I don't know if I can say that one is a faction. Um, but overall, I enjoyed them. So, yeah, I, I was happy with this tag match. It was light. Um thought it was a lot of fun. Zack Sabre Jr., to your point, looked fucking incredible. Oh, so good. So good. But most importantly, I... Um, You know, it was a nice little breather before we got to our uh, two heavy hitter matches.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It gave us that fun, light, uh, murderous grandpa vibes. And what else do you want? (laughs) Um, Before we move on, though, they they replayed the Grandmaster Hype video, Mm. which they debuted at uh, New Japan Together. Very interesting. A lot of different theories on this one. All I can tell you is I'm intrigued. I don't know anything about it. I just know that I watched it, and I'm like, okay, tell me more. What
2: does this mean?
0: <laughs> Who's coming? Who's the Grand Master? How do we get there? <laughs> What's going on? Why are we going through the woods? <laughs> Give go. me
2: Harai Kawada.
0: That's what people are saying. Is that what it is?
2: It could be. I mean, he's, wow. been, in, uh, he's been doing it for a while. Um, again, he's been in Mexico for the better part of 18 months or so. Right. Again, he was a young lion since 2016, so it's been
0: it's been a long time coming.
2: Um, it's been a minute, you know, and it was like January of 2016 too. So you're oh, talking.
0: Oh, so it's really been long. Yeah, you're time.
2: talking four and a half years before he's been back. Uh, if we can get Kawato back into the fold here, that's incredible. I don't know if Mexico's allowed to ship to Japan or not. I don't know how that works, but if he's already back and they've been keeping him secret, if they can bring him in, if it's Kawato, some of us are going to just lose our minds, and sure. that would be amazing.
0: Oh, well, that's exciting. I can't wait for that reveal to be a thing. Um, ooh, fun. So, yeah, then we had our Monsters Incorporated disinfecting squad, which was so fun. I loved that. I just loved watching them do that. Also, side note, while I really enjoy listening to Kevin Kelly and Gino and Chris, I really, there's something magical about the Japanese commentary. Yeah. Like, yeah I have no idea what's being said, but, like, I don't need to. I don't need to know I I think it's really fun to do that every now and then just to listen to them and they get really hyped up it's super fun and they had a a lady today which I was like whoa (laughs) I thought that was excellent too just a side note Um, let's talk about this match because holy man this was a lot of fun. Hiromu Takahashi, of course, versus Hanma, who makes me laugh so much. Every time I see him come out in his pink and his bleached blonde yellow hair, I just, I can't with him. I can't do it. It's just, he makes me laugh. I love the guy. What can I say? Um, Good golly, Miss Molly. What a spectacle. Just barely under 19 minutes. It was... Like, if you don't like Hiromu, you may not like his character, but, like, his in-ring ability is unbelievable. I mean, he's got charisma for days. I don't I don't think that that can be argued. If you think you can, at me, I guess, and we'll talk about it. But <laughs> I really, like, I know that some people were saying this is going on for too long. It was dragging in parts, da-da-da. I don't really think so. I felt like it was super hard hitting. The amount of running drop kicks that this man put out was, like, wild. Uh, I just thought it was so good and it was such a showcase for them both. I thought it was excellent. Um, gosh, like the the bulldog from Hanma, the back elbows, he hits mad hard, crazy hard. I mean, obviously he's a heavyweight, but like, oh, I don't want to be on the receiving end of that at all. <laughs> um, but I thought Takahashi just like completely showed why he's one of the best that New Japan has. Junior heavyweight champ or not. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt by the end of this. Um, they did have one little spot where it was a little, little woo, little crazy um, by the uh, the apron there. Um, it, it was a little, little scary with that. Um, what do you call it there? The DVD. But other than that, yeah. <laughs> other than that, I thought it was really, really good. And of course, time bomb for the pin. I thought it was just, wow, so good. The ending. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I thought the beginning was good. I look, Haram uh, Bintakashi got in there with Hanma Mania and uh, got yes, got 19 minutes out of him, and I sure don't think did. anybody, nobody, I think has been able to do that sp- before uh, Hanma's injury in 2018, let alone um, you know re- anytime recent like the the. The, the amount of um, skill that Haramu has to be able to get in there with somebody. Look, look, this, I take nothing away from Hanma. Hama is just a shell of, of him former self. Well, of I mean, course. the guy's older. He's got injuries to boot. You know, I mean, the guy's pushing 43. Uh, he's in great physical shape. I mean, looking at him, he looks great. But it, I don't know if it's because of his injury um, or not. But my goodness... Uh, there's just something, and maybe it's just because I've been watching him since like the nineties. I don't know. But there's just something about Hanma where I just feel for this dude every time he's in the ring because of his head injuries and the fact that he hits that Kokeshi, uh, off the top road, off the ground. And we saw him use it again, this fucking he headbutt it. that he uses. Yeah. And he misses more times than he hits. I know. You know? And That's it's scary. just like, he's just... He's it just it just it makes me cringe um, a little bit from time to time, you know, because of because of everything that he's been through in the past uh, and takes me out of it a little bit. So for Ramu to go in there, who has his own set of neck injuries and issues yeah, and things just, like that. And it's the battle of the, you know, uh, you know, just those two going after and forth with everything they've had to deal with in their careers. Um, and if we 19 minutes of compelling wrestling, you know, again, it's it's Han Mania running wild. <laughs> once again and it's haramu going in there and doing what haramu does best and that is be one of the top 10 wrestlers in the world got um, it, right jesus has to be i mean the so total good. let's be honest
0: i know come on hashtag yeah. wrestling fashion
2: mm-hmm. so i guess so again i was a big fan of this i'm glad that obviously uh haramu got the w and it's moving on but hey for hanma it's good showing for you man hats off
0: Yeah, that that was, I think, probably the best part. (laughs) Other than Haroma winning, of course. It it was a great showing for Hanma. And I don't know, it just, it was fun. And I liked it. I think it was my second favorite, or third favorite of the night. We'll see. I don't know. I have to think about it. But my first favorite is this last match. My first favorite? That's so weird. My number one favorite? (laughs) Let's try to redo that. Um, El Desperado versus Tamuhiro Ishii. Ah, oh, the Stone Bill of my dreams. I love him. I love him. He's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite wrestlers in New Japan. This match was unbelievable. It was so good. I, I still like. I can't get over it. Just over twenty minutes. I just. I think it would be fair to say that during the no fans era. This is one of the best ones that they've ever done. <laughs> it just hit on all levels. I thought Desperado stole the show in a lot of ways. Not to take anything away from Ishii, but I was watching it and I just kept thinking to myself, Jesus, Despi is like killing it right now. He looks so, so, so good in this match. Um they had such great chemistry. It was hard hitting. My favorite thing that Ishii does is when he like encourages people by talking shit to like come give him a forearm. <laughs> that's my favorite <laughs> thing ever. Cuz they hit him and he's just like, "Nah." <laughs> Nothing happens.
1: <laughs> he's
0: amazing. Oh my god, I'm on team Ishii to win the IC title. I just I need him with a big belt that's not the ever never open weight belt. I know I probably won't happen, but it would make me really happy if it did. Uh, This is hard-hitting as you would uh, suspect it would be if you haven't seen it. This would be the match that I would tell you to watch. If if you haven't seen it yet, this is what I would say. It's a must-see for me. Uh, I just... I I can't believe it, JPQ. I couldn't believe what I was watching, to be honest with you. I'm like, this is night one. And we are ending on such a high note, I can't.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, best bout machine... The the jungle Kiona of New Japan Pro Wrestling, Tamahiro Ishii, you know, goes in there against El Desperado. And I'm so glad that this is the matchup because I'm so hmm, sick and tired of Desperado being overlooked. Right. Yes. Despi is just, he's incredible. He's yes. incredible. And people knocked that junior uh, heavyweight uh, tag run that him and Kanemaru had uh, a few years ago. When, when Desperado really was doing all of the work in the ring, and it's not fair to Canemaro. He's kind of a drunk, and that's kind of his character, and so it kind of plays that way. But my point is, is that he's a worker bee. The guy goes in there, and he just boom, 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 and he's so freaking good at what he does. And I said, these two imagine up is going to be the best we've seen of uh, Desperado in a long time. Now, he certainly isn't going to win this. We knew that. I mean, this plays into the whole heavyweight versus junior heavyweight narrative that we talked about at the beginning of the show. However... Talk about raising your stock through a loss. Oh, wow. Tamahiro Ishii does a great job of putting people over um, in victory or defeat. And in this instance, he gets the victory. Despy gets the defeat, but they both come out looking like winners. Um, And there was just so many great things. I mean, the only thing that kind of confused me was when Desperado went for the spear that Ishii blocked. It was kind of like, you ain't spearing Ishii. It's (laughs) not going to happen, bro. It's It's a brick wall, homie. It's a misjudgment (laughs) by you. Um... But then he ends up hitting a misdirection spear later, uh, which was interesting. So it was just kind of one of those things um, I was watching it and it kept me invested, right? It was the first real—to me, it's the first real heavy versus junior. You could make the case for Hanun versus Haramu. I don't really because they kind of match size a little bit better. Uh, But this is the first one that I watched and I saw both of them in the ring. I'm like, oh, yeah, here we go. Junior versus heavy. What are we going to get? And it was great. It was a compelling 20 minutes. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I'm glad it was the main event, deserving to be the main event. I'm glad that it lived up to my expectation. Um, and again, this is New Japan Pro Wrestling at its best, right? Oh. People in there, two great workers, and just letting them out to go out there and bang. And that's what we got. And so, hell yeah, I was all about this.
0: Yes, all about it. Especially because we get Makabe versus Ishii. Round two. Mm -hmm. oh yes and then we get yano versus takahashi which is going to be ridiculous and i'm excited about it (laughs) i'm excited about the way this worked out and i'm i'm more excited though that new japan is back the cup is here we love tournaments we love new japan it's nice to see them doing what they do best and yeah they've been gone But it didn't look like they've been gone. And that part, I think, is probably the best. It didn't look like they were resting on their laurels or anything while they were down for 110 days. (laughs) It's dopeness. And then, of course, we have, uh, when this episode is out, of course, on Wednesdays, which uh, we wear purple, and we have New Japan Night 2
2: of the cup. That's right. Mm -hmm. And we have some
0: dope matches coming out of that. And, um including some young lions, which I'm really excited about. So night two is going to be dopeness. And uh, I'll, I'll be up early probably <laughs> to watch some of it and then catch up on what I miss. I like sleep a little bit. Night one, I, I you know, I, I was up, but uh, what are you going to do?
2: <laughs> know, that's a nice thing about um, when the shows do come on because they come on so early in the morning. It's like, you can just kind of plug in through the course of the day. Yes. And check out match after match after match uh, as your schedule accommodates. Me, I will be at work tomorrow, first thing in the morning. And uh, I'm going to try to catch as much of those as I can before the bell rings.
0: That's a great idea. Because um, th- there's some good ones there tomorrow.
2: Mm-hmm. Very nice uh, one.
0: Morning. I'm very excited about it. Uh, Nagata versus Suzuki, just for example. Um, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> excited about that. But you know what's cool about these two JBQs? They're short. They're not long, you know, shows or anything like that. They're your four matches and, like, a tag match. And that's it. So it's it's nothing, like, super long to, to digest, as you mentioned. So I'm super excited about it. We have some great things lining up already. Night 2 is going to happen. And we're going to see who moves forward from this list into the quarters right yes quarters i can do math sometimes right <laughs> i don't know I, I hate math don't ask
2: me then math. move, move into the second round so first second round leads round. to the second second leads the quarters then Thanks. semis then finals
0: see this is why i need you i don't do math i just can't do it but that's okay what i can do is tell you thank you so much for talking some new japan with me it's just a quick little something because there there really wasn't a lot going on but yet at the same time there's a lot going on with New Japan, so that's exciting stuff, and I want to thank you so much for coming on to talk with me today for just, you know, a good old chat about New yeah. Japan. So, of course, you have a lot of cool things coming up, and a lot of cool things are out right now for you. So, you know, tell tell the people what you got planned for, you know, your beautiful We Wear Purple Wednesday.
2: Woo! I'm wearing purple right now. Um, me too. It, yes, you are. Uh, <laughs> we are... Uh, Over at MPA. Uh, Craziness over at MPA right now. So, Stardom's coming back. That's exciting. Uh, They'll be back this Sunday, the 21st of June. And we'll probably do something next week in celebration of it. Um, But in the lead up, I had Phil Lindsay on from Bell to Bells uh, to talk a little primer episode of of Stardom. and Got his thoughts on Stardom as we kind of lead into this. Today's drop is me and um, my boy Zero... Talking a little actress, talking a little Momo Watanabe, uh, fangirling over her a little bit. And that's a lot of good fun. And then, um, you know, that's all happening on on MPA's main feed. And then you can find me on WrestleJoy.com doing some power of positivity talk on Joshi wrestling and and women's wrestling in general. So, you know, keep an eye out for uh, the one half and certainly not the better half queen of (laughs) hashtag Queen and Pup Connection. Um, both on Smart to Death Network as or Smart to Death Radio as well as uh WrestleJoy.com.
0: Yes. And if you haven't listened to JPQ's awesome piece on holy sheeta,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you need to do that. And of course that's uh, AEW champion Sheeta, just for your reference. If you don't know, now you know. And it's that's a great right. little, great little ditty, but not about Jack and Diane. It's about <laughs> Sheeta. So check that out, of course, on Russell Joy and check out everything JPQ does because he is the best no matter what he says. So from me and JPQ to all of you, enjoy the rest of your day and please be kind to one another.